Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to my podcast. Welcome to the IGTV live. Today we will be going ahead and starting season three, episode two. I know some of us will be fasting or most of us or others will be busy with other things but still trying their best to stay active, to stay positive and to stay healthy um, throughout this month. And so today to help us on this journey, I will be having a live uh, with Sahar all the way from UK. She is here waiting to join the live. So I'm going to go ahead um, and accept her request so that inshallah, uh, we can start this session as soon as possible. And while she's joining us, I just want to let all of you know a little bit about her. Assalamu alaikum, Sahar. How are you doing? I'm well, Alhamdulillah. How are you? Good. I was just about to give an introduction about you. And uh, Sahar used to live in Canada, actually, and now she moved to the UK. And uh, she has worked in television before. She has worked in TVO, which is one of my favorite Canadian channels in Canada. Um, and then once she moved to the UK, she started exploring her passion for other things such as fashion and now she runs you know mashallah her own um successful uh business called banafsha um and she's also a voiceover artist so i would love at some point to hear something from you um and so i'm gonna give the floor off to you um please go ahead and say your opening words and then we'll get into the session for today which is um all about authenticity and being yourself when um going on a new venture such as starting a new business or a new podcast whatever it may be yeah well it's not like and right, thanks, thanks for having me first of all i really appreciate it um uh what should i say <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah i think i started uh, about three years ago i've been i moved to uk about 10 years ago and it was a long time there was a long period of dissatisfaction because i couldn't get an entry into the industry i wanted to and then maybe i even gave up at some point on myself to be honest and then i realized that i was just really unhappy there were too many things going on in the personal front and then the professional front as well got neglected and uh, i got really frustrated and then you know, my husband suggested that I start this and he said, you're really good at it, you are passionate about the job and, you know, you've got good taste and stuff like that, you know, you can do this, plus you're a writer, so, you know, that will come in handy, all the television experience. And I said, yeah, actually, this is great because it's funny, as a teenager, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer, but I never pursued that because I couldn't sketch. <laughs> um, and I didn't really... Like, I could have probably, if I paid attention and took things seriously um, and, you know, worked on those skills, but, you know, when you're young, you just, and honestly, all, you can regret all you want, but, you know, you're supposed to, let takes you in the direction that you're meant to go in yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't regret anything, but uh, Alhamdulillah. So it's been nice that, like, I've been able to check off a lot of boxes of I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that. So uh, it's good that I'm glad finally at this stage where um, I've started my business and I'm, just, I'm learning constantly. Well, that's amazing. And I love how um, like you bounce back in a way and like you looked at the positive side and you made something 
good out of something that could have been negative or that could have stalled you uh, for much longer in your progress, right? And so today, when we're talking about authenticity, um, a lot of people send me questions like, um, how do I take my business to the next level, but then still stay authentic to who I am? Um, and so what is your answer to that? You know, how can you stay um, authentic and true to yourself and still have a very successful business? I just want to say you, you don't have to do what everyone else does, you know, and, and, you know, you're calling me a successful business, but I, I don't think I'm there yet, you know, honestly. Um, but, but there's been so much growth. So there has been some success within that growth, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I celebrate those, but obviously the aim is to, to get to where I want to go. Um, but I think it's so important to not do what everyone else does. I mean, there are some basic things that, you know, you need to have a, you need to be on, you know, Instagram, you need to be on a different other social media platforms and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, you need to post regularly and all of those generic things, well, fair enough, but you need to do what works for you. What, you know, there has to be some meaning behind what you're doing. Um, because everyone else is doing, there's so many, there's so many people selling hijabs online yes. and selling modest clothing, you know, what sets you apart? Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's me, um, you know, and what I stand for. I, I started this brand because I wanted to, um, I wanted to start a business that that was meaningful, you know, when I thought of modesty, what my idea of modesty was, and when I looked at what a lot of the brands out there were doing, um, it didn't sit well with me in the sense that I felt there was a need for a brand that didn't set those high expectations of what women should look like all over again, because let's face it, we're being told that in every other stream, out there in terms of news news internet everything and you know mainstream magazines mainstream fashion high fashion we don't need i didn't think that we also needed that pressure that you need to be modest but also be ultra fashionable or um you know look look at that that over the top styled person mm -hmm. i hope i'm making sense mm -hmm. but you, you know no disrespect to anyone who is doing that, but I felt like there was a need for someone to say, you can be yourself. And that's what I wanted to do with my brand. That, you know, you don't have to look like, I feel like there's this need for everyone to want to look the same, uh, whether it's the, the hijabs we wear, whether mm -hmm. it's the colors we pick, whether it's the, the lip fillers or the makeup. And I, I feel like, where's the individuality? And uh, I want people to gain confidence in their hijab and you know be okay with themselves and, and mm -hmm. know that you know um you don't need to look a certain way uh to be to feel beautiful you mm -hmm. just be you yeah and that's my branding you know so i think one has to focus uh on their own branding it's extremely important mm -hmm. and make sure there's a meaning behind it because it's it's not the fabric you're selling you're selling the value that you're adding behind it right and what you stand for so do what you um what sets you apart don't be a part of the rat race because you know you'll just you'll get exhausted do your own thing 
Yeah. That's kind of my personal suggestion. No, those are amazing suggestions. And like, you know, of course, I understand your comment of like me calling you a successful business, but you don't think you're successful yet because there's still so much to go. Um, and what I mean by using the word successful is that you have started and you're on this journey to continue to be on this journey to go where you want to go because right now you have done it for over three years now almost right um and so you know some things where a beginner like myself does not know so in my eyes you're successful in the terms that right now you are where i want to be in three years do you know what i mean and 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 like just focusing on the idea of like starting it and being authentic and knowing that you're gonna learn so much, you're gonna change so much, and there'll be so many things that you will do and undo and regret and redo and whatever, but like trusting the process. And I love how you said like you you are um, celebrating your small wins, you know? Yeah. Because oftentimes I feel like at least for myself, I wait for like something big to happen. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy. But like, what about all those little things that I put work into? all those little things that I did, that I created content every day, that I posted this, that I did that, that I engaged in this way, right? What about all of these things? So I love how you don't belittle that and that actually builds a place for you with your audience, whoever they might be, because then what are you even trying? They know you for this specific thing, right? And for this specific way of communicating with them. Like for me, it's usually like just coming on here random lives or like just doing lots of Q and A's, right? But for you, I know you make like lots of cute videos uh, with your hijab and things like that, which I really enjoy. Um, so those are really, really good points. And now I wanna talk a little bit about like this idea of the fact that we need to wait until we are in a certain place to start doing what we want to do. And as a brand, if you are already a brand like yourself, right? How do you um, get past that hurdle of, okay, I want to do more, I want to be successful, but uh, how do I, I continue this race? So I, I think it's important to set goals for yourself, mm -hmm. right? And work your way up to those goals. Yeah. As a small business, you know, the reality is that you're not going to have the kind of resources that, you know, a bigger brand may have. You have to work with smaller resources, which means probably, you you know, you're buying less stock or you're buying, um, you're buying stock at a much higher price because you can't afford to buy them in the, mm -hmm. the hundreds and thousands of quantities that, you know, is going to get you the better rate. But, you know, hang in there because everyone starts small. You have to, like you said before, you have to trust the process and you have to have confidence in yourself, uh, to be honest, uh, that's extremely important. And I won't lie, I've not had it all the way through. <laughs> there were so many occasions when I was like, why am I even doing this? Like, I'm not a businesswoman. And the thing is, when I say authentic, like I'm too real. Even in real life, I'm too real, and I don't. I realize that most people aren't like that. I just say it like it is most of the times, and um, most people aren't like that. So my feed is as well like, you know, it's not always that there is a specific aesthetic to it. If you if you look at my feed, you know, certain everyone on Instagram looks for that speed. My feed doesn't look like that, and. Why does it need to? You know, it's I am different, and I'm projecting that. 
Um, so I think it's important that you work your way up. It's important that you learn the skills that you need to along the way. And it's extremely important as well to surround yourself with people who support you and uplift you. I think anyone who, anyone who uh, is negative and kind of um, puts you down or, you know, doesn't, doesn't, oh, doesn't necessarily believe in you or your, your goals, you know, you don't want to share your business uh, wins or anything mm -hmm. about your business with those people. You want yeah. to surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you. And alhamdulillah, in my experience, um, you know, I have found so many women, especially virtually, who have been so, so supportive. And honestly, alhamdulillah, even in person, so many people have supported me. Like I thought when I first told my dad, you know, I thought he would be like, what's wrong with you? You know, like why, why don't you still just try to pursue journalism, uh, even though it's been like several years of a gap. But no, he was so supportive, and I was so surprised. I thought, wow, like, why was I thinking that, right? So I think you only limit yourself as much as, you know, you want to. I think if you just aim aim high also, like, aim, have, a, have, a, have a goal for, like, let's say, three years down the line, this is where I want to be. When I first started, I started by Instagram. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think that I'd have a website in place, uh, you know, within the next year. But it just so worked out that I was able to do that. And then one thing leads to another, mm -hmm. you know, and then COVID happened. I mean, I still work part-time Monday to Friday. So I have a day job up until 3 o'clock. And then, you know, I put my energies towards Banasha. And um, that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And my actually, my hours during COVID time are different than what they were when I was going into office. So I had limited time, and which is why I wasn't able to really put in the effort. Mm -hmm. Why? Um, uh, oh my God! I lost my train of thoughts. Yeah, we lost you there for a bit. <laughs> Sorry. I said we lost your uh, voice there for a bit. Uh, what was I saying? Um, when you were starting out and you were putting your energy and your schedule was different uh, before yeah, COVID and yeah, during sorry. COVID. I, I literally, I have like such a brain fog issue. No worries. <laughs> it's the fasting. <laughs> Trust me, I've been fasting way too often. Must be an age thing. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> don't care, honestly, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so, you know, set yourself some goals. So set yourself a goal that, you know, if you see yourself in the next three to four years, you know, at a certain place. And then also have realistic, smaller, short-term goals, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to have the, both long-term and short-term goals because mm -hmm. um, the short-term goals, you're going to be able to achieve a lot quickly. But then you need to have that long-term goal to work towards something. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's important to have both. Planning is everything, and I, the, one of the things that I realized is the power of positive manifestation and the power of dua and the power of just having faith in yourself. You know, telling people you know that you who love you and care for you and support you, people who are your cheerleaders, mm -hmm. tell them what you want to do. Yeah. And find people who are gonna help you you know, and mentor you and support you and educate you 
Um, I had no idea about how Shopify worked. I had no idea about how, honestly, I didn't even use Instagram, okay, before I started. You can imagine, I was literally coming from a blank slate, and I had to learn so many things. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to be prepared to learn. You have to be prepared to work hard and put in the time. Um, because I see the difference from when I wasn't able to put in the time versus now that I actually do invest that mm -hmm. time. I notice the difference. So it's important to, you know, it's your dream, it's your baby, you gotta, you got to nurture it. Those are amazing points. Like, I feel like oftentimes right now with social media and the fact that COVID happened and we're all online 24 seven, um, it has become kind of overwhelming to decide what sites to be on and what sites not to be on and how much content to put out there and oh, what's the algorithm? Like what's gonna get me the most exposure? Um, and so you said yourself that like, you started off on Instagram, right? So how do you know, like as a business, how can you make sure that you are on the right track when it comes to social media use, when it comes to the different platforms you use, right? How, how, how do you kind of, I know that you will never know for sure, but how do you at least kind of know that you're going in the right direction? Because sometimes algorithms and likes and shares can be so misleading, right? You might think it will lead to a sale or it will lead to something else or a partnership, but that doesn't really happen, right? Um, and for everyone joining us, please let us know where you're joining us from. And if you have any questions about starting your business, building your brand, being authentic in your brand, then go ahead and write them in the comment and we will answer them either as we go or at the end of the session, inshallah. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, it's, it's trial and error, to be honest. You, you need to try it. So don't just go on a platform because the world is on it. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, until it feels right for you. Um, I started TikTok videos because I got succumbed to the pressure of like, oh, you know, apparently TikTok makes mm -hmm. you viral and this and that. Well, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and, um, and I asked myself, is it really my aim to go viral? Like, what does that get me? Yeah. You know, so you have to add, it's like what you said, you know, just because you have X number of followers doesn't mean that those are necessarily always translating into sales. Mm -hmm. But also know that you're you're working on building your brand and you're working on building brand awareness. And that is also a huge part of it. And that takes, that takes time. Yeah. So, um, you know, you might not see the kind of sales that you, you want for a while to come, mm -hmm. but you have to nurture your business like i said you just have to keep building your brand and get your message out there the more you produce content the more platforms you're on mm -hmm. the more you're reaching out to people but it should again be authentic to you like for me i'm coming from a television background so i love being in front of the camera i have no problem with it right but there's yeah. so many people who who uh, don't enjoy being on camera mm -hmm. they may have some successful businesses really good products but it's not that they're, they're not comfortable being in front of the camera, but they're still doing well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you gotta just find what works for you. And I think that's just trial and error. And it's important to look at what other people are doing as well mm -hmm. and take inspiration from that. Yeah. So you don't need to copy, but there's so many, you know, there's always going to be trends like with, with Instagram, there's reels. And so you need to know like 
what is going to give you maximum reach because somewhere along the way even if your reel like reaches 4000 or whatever you might reach a few new people within that reel that you never had access to before so yeah. um, you know look at what other people are doing out there look at what works and instagram reels are the, the thing to do these days yeah but but at the same time it's not enough to do just instagram reels yeah you have to do these lives you have to post regularly um you know, if I, and it, even if I just put up a reel all the time, that's not enough. You have yeah. to still do the stories, you have to still do the posts. So it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, someone the other day said, you should be on Twitter. You should be on Pinterest. And I was like, look, I'm on YouTube. Yeah. I'm on Instagram. I have Facebook that I have to look at, I'll admit. And um, I've got TikTok. I have enough on my plate right now, yeah. you know, um, I've got a job too. So if I didn't have a job, fair enough, but yeah. So, you know, you need to just look at what works, do your research. It's extremely important to do your research as mm -hmm. well, to see what other people are doing and what sort of trending. So, yeah. and find, find a trending video that you can put your own stamp to, you know, I think that I usually try to do stuff like that. So, for example, I did a, a video, um, it was like the beautiful beauty challenge video, I think, where you hit the screen and then you transition into, you know, you transform and it's a full face of makeup and nice clothes. And uh, I transitioned, but I transitioned without makeup. And I just put a nice scarf on and I was like, this is me. I'm... I'm beautiful just the way I am and and that resonated with a few people so you need to find what works for you I'm looking for real people uh, you know who who are gonna resonate with my content uh, and I think that's what works so you need to you know I think product wise there so many people are selling so many things so again it yeah. goes back to your branding yeah uh, but you have to do your research and and really it's a lot of trial and error to see what works for you I'm still not sure about tiktok by the way <laughs> <laughs> neither am i the algorithm is not working for me so whatever like i post on there but it's not going anywhere just 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 to make myself feel like i'm still with gen x but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently you have to post every single day and i mean it's just the thought of it overwhelms me you know that yeah. you, you gotta post every day on instagram you gotta post every day on tiktok and you have you gotta post regularly on youtube and i've just started youtube so like i've only got like three videos on there yeah um, so i still have to put in that work because i've committed to this and um i'm enjoying it as well so you have to enjoy the process too and yeah. pick what works for you and know when to withdraw if, if something doesn't work for you yeah and i think like um that is really important like knowing your boundaries right because Yes, you are building a business. You want to build a successful brand. Um, and I love how you touched on the fact that you're looking for real people, right? So for me, like, 
most of the videos I post or most of the things I do, I try to keep it as unedited as possible and just like do it in one go. And if I have a weird facial expression, then I have a weird facial expression. Like I'm not always going to be there and smiling. Right. And usually like when I would do my life before Ramadan, like I would kind of be eating or drinking or whatever. Like I don't want to filter that because I resonate with what you said about looking for real people and looking for people like myself um, and not feeling like, I'm by myself or like, am I weird or like, what is this? Like, why do I look like this when I'm online? And like with the fa uh, with the makeup, I know a lot of other Instagrammers as well um, are like trying not to use filters and like just be themselves. And like with me, my biggest insecurity is like my eyebrows and you probably can't even see half of it right now because the sun is hitting me. <laughs> no, no. But my thing is that I, I always like... <laughs> So it just worked out, worked out. And can you see my dark circles? I'm not, I'm not in makeup today because it's Ramadan. My skin is suffering. I just, I just cannot. Yeah. So here I am, and I'm constantly focused on my dark circles. But it's okay. But I think we all have those days, right? And and that's okay. And it's okay for new women, new entrepreneurs who are men or women to realize that you don't need to follow this specific image or this specific criteria um, and think that only in that way you will be successful. Because I will admit at the beginning, I was very conscious of coming on camera because I was like, I'm not always going to have a face full of makeup. I'm not always going to be wearing the flashiest, nicest outfits, the most beautiful rings and necklaces and whatever to make myself come off as like this posh kind of person, right? Like this is me. This is my living room. Yeah, That's Yeah, right. So and and I love that how the market for that, even though the word market is not good to use, but the market for this authentic authentically being you is expanding and more people want to see other people who look just like them, who are laying around in their pajamas like below here, you don't know what's going on, you know, but that's me i'm real and having that real connection with your audience will really take you um a long way because if something looks too perfect and you talked about your feed people just scroll past it and they don't really want to engage but if something looks off and something looks interesting and something's like eh, like what is this you want to like click on it and and that comes with being yourself that you don't always have to have this polished image right I used to, you know, I used to initially struggle with posts because, you know, I love writing. Um, hello, Dominico, for joining. Um, I used to struggle with posts initially because, you know, I was like, well, it has to come up organically. You know, I can't always just be like, here's a scarf, yay, look at this, buy this, you know, and um, I think we, we also have a really huge consumer culture and I kind of, don't want to feel that <laughs> makes sense. I'm in the business of selling jobs and like, yeah. I'm saying this, which sounds so messed up. Uh, but those are my personal values. You know, I don't think we should, we all need to constantly buy things all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I do is I try to turn that into gifting because, you know, there, maybe there's someone who wants to um, start wearing a hijab and you know, you gift them that and you're helping them with their journey. So you're doing something good, right? yeah. buying them something beautiful. You know, someone who's struggling with their confidence and you buy them a beautiful job and then they, that boosts their confidence. Mm -hmm. So I had to really work on 
figuring out like you know what kind of posts I wanted to do because it has to be meaningful and even with like my new collection Mirak collection for example mm-hmm. you know, I wanted it to be a celebration of women and even with yeah. the June collection which one of the scarves that I'm wearing today um, I wanted it to be again about just women you know feeling good about themselves again going back to the confidence and celebrating your your beauty and everything that makes you unique and yeah. makes, makes you you so um so i i now know how to work on my content like that so it doesn't always come across as yay here's another hijab so i'm trying i'm trying with that um but yeah so you know it's a learning curve for sure trying trying to figure out what works for you and what comes organically to you and then what actually what is perceived well by your audience as well because that also is extremely important right and, yeah and you'll see that when you a lot of times when i write these long descriptive posts and stories people love that people love a story and yeah funny enough i've known this like from my journalism base people people love um stories people love personal stories in general that's what intrigues people so yeah. anytime you can throw in a personal story that's where you're attracting people and that's where that's your chance to connect with people so something to think about and i think like with personal story comes this idea of like knowing what is your purpose for your brand and whatever you want to start um, and then like your mission and your vision, those two things can really help you when it comes to content creation, because yes, sometimes it's hard, right? You have to be a writer, you have to make sure you make good posters, you have to make sure that things look polished, even though they might not follow a specific trend, because at the end of the day, it's kind of like you're pretending like you're walking by the window on the street, right? If it catches your attention, you're going to turn around and look at it. And if it doesn't, unfortunately, you will not. So you can still catch people's attention by being yourself. But that takes work. And there's so many workshops you can do. There's apps that you can use. Um, But just knowing that you won't get there in one day. And I feel like to not get frustrated when you don't meet this specific goal that you set yourself at a specific time. Yes. Goal setting is really important, but if you don't reach it at the point that you thought you might, then that might mean that you need to reevaluate some of the steps that you had put in place in order to get there because they might no longer be relevant to where you want to get, right? I don't know what are like your thoughts on that. Yeah, but then also like, um, you know, maybe, maybe you've got some learning to do, you know, and sometimes it's okay to say you learn from your failures. So even if you haven't reached that goal that you plan to, mm-hmm. maybe there's some learning left to be done within that period. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, because again, everyone's journey is different and, you know, we all want to like plan things out. If there's anything that I've learned in my life that you plan and a lot plans. I mean, I, my plan, I had a very perfect plan of, graduating, getting a job, getting married, blah, blah, blah. Everything was planned out in my head. And man, did it not turn out the way that I planned. Yeah, and, subhanAllah. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. So I don't think one, you know, we should put so much pressure on ourselves that I must get to this goal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you have to have the drive. Yeah. 
and you have to keep working at it. But at the same time, you know, don't push, put too much pressure on yourself because you might get overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, and it's so easy to lose confidence. And as it is when you're starting your business and, you know, you, it's all new to you, um, it can be hard to find your way around and know um, what exactly you want from your business. What are you supposed to do? What are you not supposed to do? So it's important to, you know, hang around with people or, you know, find your community online of other women because mm -hmm. you kind of have to do that anyway if you want to build your um, presence and you know to do giveaways or do collaborations and stuff like that you have to reach out to people and uh, who are more or less doing the thing that you're doing yeah they're your support yeah you know and you bounce off ideas and like I had no idea how to do newsletters and uh, one of the girls from the mother crew she's she taught me and it's nice that we can share those skills and there's so many skills that we learn through through moda meetings actually um you know learning certain things about canva to do your posts and stuff like that so there was a lot of learning that happened um and yeah you'd be surprised how helpful people can be you yeah. know you'd think that like there's a sense of competition or whatever mm -hmm. but alhamdulillah there's so many people out there who are willing to help you regardless of you know whether or not you're their competitor and they'd still be willing to help and honestly just ask i think yeah we sometimes forget how easy it is yeah just ask people for something and mm -hmm. you will most likely get a yes in return so don't be afraid and don't be shy to reach out to someone whether for collaboration whether for advice or or anything you'd be surprised that people are more willing than not 100% like I agree with that you know and me talking to you or before this live I was like how do I reach out to people when I came with the idea of my podcast and then doing my IG lives and I was like would people want to even do it with me like how is that gonna work but the thing is like you said you'll be surprised you just have to reach out let people know what your objective is and why you're doing what you're doing or want to do it and often they're not they will say yes and if they say no, it's not that they're saying they don't want to do it. They just cannot do it at this present time. So you can reach out to them later, right? So having that really good community and honestly, follow people that inspire you and that uplift you and that resonate with your values. Like one of my goals for this month is like to to follow with intention and like to create with intention, right? Yes, we have to create content, we have to be online, we have to be present, but if it doesn't resonate with you and you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, the chances of it resonating with somebody else is very slim because if you are the one who created it and it doesn't feel good or right to you, it's most likely gonna feel the same way to someone else, right? And, 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 yeah, <laughs> and because that is something that I struggled with at the beginning and I would do lots of posts, but I realized it wasn't increasing my comments. It wasn't increasing my likes. It wasn't increasing my exposure. Um, I guess it was just making me feel like, okay, wow, like I'm doing stuff, but yeah. it was not really getting anywhere. So I guess what I'm saying, this is don't fall into that trap <laughs> because it's a very slippery slope. And it will be very hard to get yourself out of it. 
and you have to make sure like whether you have a board or a poster whatever with your mission and vision right in front of you so every time your intention is wavering you turn around and you look at it and you're like okay this is where i'm going no not there not there this is where i want to go right um and so mashallah because like this will be one of my last questions and then we have a flash round which i'm excited for so i'm gonna be asking you some questions and you gotta answer really really quick i know you have kind of brain fog but it will make it fun I, I leave a disclaimer on my family group too. I'm like, I'm having a live at this time to this time, so please do not call or do message. Because me. <laughs> it ruins your voice. It ruins your um, your voice on the call. Anyways, yes. Um, Assalamu alaikum, sisters, and everyone joining us in the audience. Please let us know where you're joining us from. And if you have any questions, this is the time for you to write it. And then after the flash round, if there are any questions, we'll answer them. And if not, um, then we'll end the life, inshallah. And I forgot the question I asked you before the flash round. Do you I remember? Okay, <laughs> then let's just for let's just for let's just let's just pretend that it was never there, because uh, we can do that, right? Uh, we go with the flow. Um, so the flash round will just be around the five to six questions. You gotta answer them really fast. Don't think about it too much. That's why it's a flash yeah, round. Uh, maybe it will come back to me after the flash round. Okay. Yeah. Oh. As I'm asking you, I'll think about it. I think it has something to do with not falling into the slippery slope of thinking that if you create too much content or if you create certain things that you're going to get what you want or be where you want to be, but that that's not necessarily the case. That's what I remember talking about. Um, yeah. Okay. So flash round. Um, come on. I hope some of them don't don't make you hungry. So, help me up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first one is easy: swimming or hiking. Oh my god, I can't swim, but I love water, so I'm still gonna pick swimming. <laughs> if you drown, we'll just throw you the. I'll, I'll just wear a life jacket and I'll pretend swim. Okay, <laughs> swimming is amazing. I would go for swimming over hiking too. Um, I mean, I love hiking. Love, like I have a, I love water, so yeah. I feel you. Water. Are you a Pisces? No. Although I don't really believe in those things, but in that aspect, I do believe it because I'm a Pisces and I love water. Like... Oh, you're. What is it called? What is that? You gotta help me. Oh, I know. I'm thinking. You know what? Because I'm a paralegal student, all I'm thinking about is the law thing. <laughs> Stop me. You're not in a court of law because I was always like, always about fairness. And he'd be like, you need to stop arguing. It's like, we're not in a court of law. So I'm, I am the balance beam, I think. I try to be. Libra. Wow. Oh, yes. I was going to say Libra. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're going to answer these with a lot of justice then. White or black chocolate? Black. Chocolate. No, white chocolate is chocolate. Really? You're one of the few people that actually like black chocolate like me. Everyone else I ask is just like white chocolate. And white chocolate is just sugar to me. I mean, if I have to pick between the two, like I, I never buy white chocolate like 
there's only like one Hershey's cookies and cream chocolate. That's the only chocolate that white chocolate that I would buy, but that's because there's chocolate. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, cat or dog? I know you're biased, but. <laughs> I give but you I that one. Too. I love all animals, like, honestly. It's between me and my husband. He wants a dog and I want a cat. And we're just going, eh, 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 eh. Still haven't decided, so. <laughs> okay, next one is uh, bike or car? Car. <laughs> <laughs> I like my, my convenience. <laughs> okay. Like, um, I didn't really specify, like so bicycle. I was thinking of like the bicycle that you use manually. Yeah, definitely a car. <laughs> now we see. Now we see what you do on your free time. I used to love riding a bike back in the days. I've not done it in a while, and I feel like you know, I used to be such a daredevil when I was younger, and feel like I'm not anymore. When you grow older, like all those, you don't. You have those inhibitions yes. that you don't when you're younger. So. Yeah, for those reasons, not a bike. <laughs> no, definitely that resonates with me too. Yeah, no, that resonates with me because I feel like before my daughter, I would go on roller coasters and everything like crazy. But now I kind of feel like I question myself. I, I wait a moment, right? Before I would just jump like, oh, yes, I'm going guns blazing. And now I'm like, wait, wait, do you really want to? <laughs> um, okay, last one. Samosa or pakora? Samosa all the way. <laughs> okay, one more, one more, one more. Because I want to know. No. Oh, you want more? You want more? Okay. <laughs> Dates or gulab jamun? I, I see what you do on your I see what you do on your free time. I want to know what is in your pantry. There are a lot of spices I'm Indian. <laughs> and guess what I'm having for a start today? Oh. <laughs> ding 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 ding. That's the winner. Oh my I god. I like batch make uh, a whole bunch and stuff. So I make them beginning of Ram before Ramadan and then I probably have to replenish the stock at some point in between. So we like me and my husband. We always have to have like, uh, and we don't like indulge too much in it, but we just like like to break our fast with a little bit of that kind of stuff, and then we eat like a meal. But yeah, samosas and I go a long way. It's like you're the chutney. <laughs> well, I can't deny samosas, but I would pick pakoras over samosas. Um, cause I just make, uh, cause I believe that I make the yummy spakora. That's why, cause I don't make my own samosa. Yeah. You'll have to feed me them someday, and I'll have to make mine. Yes. I wish there was a way because technology has advanced so much that we could teleport food to each other through the screen. Like I think that is the next intervention that needs to happen in technology. You're making me hungry now. Okay, no more food talk. Going back to business. Oh, so Wait, I forgot. There has to be a question about ice cream. And can I just say, I'm an ice cream lover and self-proclaimed ice cream expert. 
My first job was at Baskin Robbins Scooby Nice. <gasps> oh my god, Baskin Robbins! Now I want Jamoka no. Almond! Yes, Jamoka Almond Fudge, mint chocolate chip. I know the flavors. <laughs> Come back to Canada, man. What are you doing in the UK? <laughs> That's what my sister said, my mom says. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. You never know. Yeah, just come so over here. Inshallah. Inshallah. Whatever Inshallah. is for the best. COVID to disappear first, please. Yalla, please. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be in Canada right now because it's really bad. We are already in stay-at-home order. I don't know what's going to be the next order because the cases are not going down. But, you know, what can we do? This is life. So, um, Alhamdulillah for everything. Um, and I think those are all my questions for this session. I don't want to make it run more. Um, I want to see if you have any last thoughts. Our audiences clearly don't have any questions. So I'm going to just pretend like we did such an amazing job and answered all of their questions. <laughs> um, I think we pretty much covered everything. I think um, I would like to say that, you know, be more confident. I think sometimes I'm not. This is something I'm learning. I have a bad habit of always putting myself down that more than I need to, mm -hmm. which is why I said, you know, I'm not successful. Uh, but then I shouldn't forget, I need to mention that, you know, um, this week, Vanessa was uh, featured in a magazine, a stylist magazine. MashaAllah, congratulations. Um, after I answered that question, and after you said what you said, I was like, but well, wait a second, that is success. So, yeah. So yes, Alhamdulillah. Um, if you, we made it in the magazine, we're on the right track, and um, I have been able to achieve a lot of my goals. So, so yeah, that's good. But if anyone is starting out, I would just say like, don't wait on. If you're thinking about starting a business, don't wait on it too long. But then maybe don't always dive right in without doing your research because I I was just like I'm just gonna go straight in and I had no idea what I was doing yeah um, but then it's been so much fun as well I could afford to do that but obviously if you're you know if you don't have a uh, a job as a backing maybe you know do your research first and get things in place like I didn't you know work so much on the packaging because mm -hmm. you know I started off selling on Amazon and, and stuff so I was just basically putting it in the branded envelope and just sending it through. I didn't put effort into it. And, uh, you know, I had to work on all those things. So yeah. it's good if you do do all those small things from the get-go. So do your research about, you know, what people do like and, you know, maybe do some free online courses on, on businesses and uh, social media, content writing and that kind of thing. And equip yourself um, from the work goal so that you kind of know what you're doing. You're, there's still going to be a lot of learning to do, but um, at least, you know, you have that confidence in yourself that you've got the knowledge to kind of keep going. And uh, that's something that I didn't do in the beginning. Um, but that's okay. Like, I enjoyed the ride. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I was, I could afford that because I had a job, but not everyone has that luxury. So. Yeah. Um, make sure that you um, yeah get 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 yourself well equipped with the knowledge that you need in order to start your business and then also I think it's also important to kind of constantly reevaluate what is and isn't working. We did talk about that a little bit, but yeah, it's important to know what is and isn't working and then know when to pull out if you need to. 
um, and always get feedback yeah. from from people in terms of what what kind of product or service that they're looking for to make sure that you're you're meeting the demand. Yeah, amazing. Hit the nail on the head. I loved it. I loved our session. I learned so much because I'm still going and I'm trying to build my brand. And like you said, it's a process and we're going to change and evolve and keep going and doing new things, letting go of some things. And if you're somebody who's watching this and you don't really know still where you're going, what you're doing, don't be afraid. I'm having more sessions where more amazing ladies like Sahar, who's going to help us, give us their tips, and hopefully that's going to help you. And like Sahar mentioned, right now there are so many courses online that we can take about content creation, business management, starting a business, starting a platform. So you just got to put in the right keywords in Sheikh Google, and it will take you to a world of opportunities. <laughs> So world of opportunities. And so with that, I want to thank everyone for coming, uh, watching and listening. And I hope that some of your questions were answered. And I want to thank you, Sahar, for taking the time for um, making me have so much fun on this live, subhanAllah, like, and answering these questions in such an appropriate way and like making it really real um, and something that, you know, tangible that I can like go ahead and implement in my life. Um, and we never got to hear your voiceover skills. I want to hear something before I let you go. Okay, so I'm going to say what I wanted to say, but I didn't, but I'll do it in a voiceover voice. Oh my God, okay, okay. Make sure you have fun with it. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it, yes. Not quite the same, but anyway. Uh, make sure you have fun in the journey if you're not enjoying it it's not it's, it's not right for you yeah definitely i agree with that a hundred percent so with that assalamu alaikum everyone wa alaikum assalam again ramadan mubarak to everyone celebrating um and i hope you have an amazing iftar i'm so hungry now i need to have samosas today because we talked about it so much <laughs> no i want for course <laughs> I think we're just very hungry right now. I'm like swallowing my... We don't have too long left, so we're okay. <laughs> well, lucky you. For us, it's like 12 p.m., so we have another eight hours to go. But inshallah, time will fly. Today's Friday, so going to focus on other things and not let my hunger get the best of me. Um, and with that, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to end the live and try not to make a funny face because that always happens at the end. Um, so if you don't have <laughs> you don't have any last words, we can... I know what that feels like. Right? There's been screenshots of me going... Yeah, right? So if you don't have anything to say, we can just put on like a big smile and then just wait like 30 seconds and then close it. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for joining us. And I hope you all have an amazing